0: why there's such divisiveness in our culture with people only hearing one side of a story, AI is part of the reason, okay? With the creation of AI, here's my first point in the sermon, if you're using the sermon notes. With the creation of artificial intelligence AI, it's now possible for us to be AI. We can be automatically instructed. We can be automatically instructed. Do you know I go through a short lesson to learn Spanish every day, Every day for the last 700 days straight, I've I've had a little short Spanish lesson every day on my phone. It's an app, and it's powered by AI, by artificial intelligence. And what it does, it customizes the lesson for me, the lesson that I need, the lesson that is right for me at the time. And here's what happens. When I make a mistake, it notices the mistake, and the very next thing, I get a question that helps me correct that mistake and helps me to understand why I made the mistake and helps to fix me. So now I can have in my home something that when I make a mistake, it recognizes my mistakes, points it out, and then tries to fix me. I don't know why you're laughing. You can have this in your own home too. With the creation of artificial intelligence, here's the next thing. It's now possible to be anonymously informed. You can get information and not even know where it came from. You can get all the information you want and you have no idea what the source of that information is. Because you know, we're living in an information age. There's lots of information, it's easily accessible, but we're not living in an age of truth. We're not living in an age of truth. We don't know the real source. The danger of artificial intelligence is the danger of becoming like that which surrounds us. That's the danger. For us, being inundated and bombarded by artificial intelligence, it can give us the temptation to become like AI and just parrot the things we hear. Just just copy the things that we see and view. And, you know, if you're not very careful, even even today, I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but even today, artificial intelligence will, will be your taskmaster and not just a tool. And artificial intelligence won't just inform your life, it will rule it. So as a follower of Jesus Christ, how do I live my life in the presence of AI? Because we're in the presence of AI. We're amidst artificial intelligence all around us, whether you know it or not. How do I live my life as a follower of Jesus Christ? Let me share with you, there is no more urgent time for believers everywhere to cling to the values that Jesus is the way and the Bible is the map. Jesus is the way. In the Bible, there is no time more urgent than us to say, we need to know where to find truth, and I find truth in the word of God that points me to Jesus Christ, the truth. There's no more urgent time. And so I'd like to open up a word of scripture. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting at verse 6, where Paul talks about the dichotomy of spiritual truth and truth and wisdom that comes from the world would you please stand with me in honor of God's word this is 1 Corinthians chapter 2 i'm starting at verse 6 the word of god says this yet among the mature we do impart wisdom although it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to pass away but we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of god which decreed before the age which god decreed before the ages for our glory except the spirit of that person which is in him. So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who's from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. For we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, not taught by artificial intelligence, but taught by the spirit interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for their folly to him. And he's not able to understand them because they're spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who's understood the mind of the Lord, says to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this word, Lord. And Lord, give us discernment that we might understand what is truth and what is just information we're being fed. Lord, help us to understand just your authenticity, Lord, and help us to, and and your wisdom, Lord, and help us to filter out the propaganda. And Lord, help us to follow you, trust you, seek you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. In your precious name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Be seated. So I want to talk to you about living in the presence of AI, artificial intelligence. Let me just unpack these verses a little bit. It says in verse 9, it says, No eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Think about how great God is. No eye has seen. There's not a single person who can see how great God is. No ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God in His immense creativity has for those people who love Him. Do you realize God's creativity blows AI out the window? I mean, if you take all the wisdom of all humanity and all the data collected for all of time, it is merely AI, absolutely insignificant compared to what God knows, right? Okay, so compared to the, God's incomparable knowledge and his creative power and his indescribable love, nothing is greater than that. And our God who loves you, he's taking all his giga power and he's converting that into a place for you to spend eternity with him. And as he does that, As he does that, he is preparing that home for those who love him. No no eye is seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for who? For those who love him. So if I'm going to try to live this life in the presence of AI, the first thing I want to do in building a foundation is I want to make sure I'm loving my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I want to love the AI, authentic I am. I want to love the authentic, I am the one, true, living God. This is the greatest commandment. Jesus said that. He said, when someone asked him, a lawyer said, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Yeah. So how do I live in the presence of of AI? Well, first, love God and love truth and realize truth is a person. Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay. He's the way. So make that the foundation of your life. There's something else I want to point out to you. And that's the work of the Spirit. Verses 10, 11, and 12, it talks about the Spirit. Uh, Paul said, these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. So the, the Holy Spirit reveals to us. It says the Spirit searches everything. So the Spirit gets to look at everything. There's nothing that's hidden from the Spirit of God. It, it says in verse 11, it says, no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So Don't you love this, that the Holy Spirit knows your heart, but also knows the heart of God? And so it knows what we need to do to adjust our lives and our thoughts and our feelings in order to to understand and discern and follow the heart of God. And then it says also, verse 12, and we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who's from God. God gives us his spirit so we can understand spiritual things. And so he he gives me the AI of his spirit absolute inspiration. That's the next point. Only he can absolutely inspire my passions with his spirit. Only he can do that. That's why I want to love the Lord because only he can inspire my passions. You know, I've had life in life in ministry. I've heard numerous Christians argue and discuss how the Holy Spirit works and how the Holy Spirit doesn't work. As a matter of fact, I had a life group a leader come to me after life group this morning asking the same question here. Some people spend a lot of time discussing and not a lot of time actually following the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, let me just say to you, bless you. <laughs> the Holy Spirit told me to say bless you. I want to be open to move the way the Spirit calls me to move, okay? And That's why I say to you, be, be open to the Spirit to move you, to inspire you to action. Be be open to the Spirit to, to move you to repentance and turning away from things that are keeping you from God and turning back to God. Be open to the Holy Spirit to as to, it's leading you, as He's leading you to serve. Be, be open to the Holy Spirit to lead you to possibly do supernaturally what you could never do in your own power. Now I've seen the Holy Spirit work through my prayers to bring miraculous healing. That doesn't happen every time I pray, but I've seen it happen. <clears throat> That's the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Excuse me. I know very mature believers tell how the Holy Spirit influences their prayer life in speaking in tongues. I don't speak in tongues. I've, I've not. I've not been given that gift. But I've heard people say that. And they're people that I respect spiritually. I have no reason to doubt them. And so, uh, you know, if the Lord is using that, be open to what the Holy Spirit is, is doing. I've seen God inspire a conversation that leads someone to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their life, and they have moved into eternity. Praise God for that. So don't let artificial intelligence inform you as to what is urgent. Don't be influenced by Tower of Babel sensibilities. You know what I'm talking about? Where we think what's important. We figure out what's important. We, we follow the data. We collect the data. You know, we most of us don't know what, what the data is. We say follow the data. We don't Unless you collect the data, you don't know what the data is. You just hear reports of it. Rise above all that and listen to the Spirit of God and let him absolutely inspire your passions. Verse 13, the Word of God says, and we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom but taught by his Spirit interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. Now, how do you interpret spiritual words? Well, you know, there's a danger in listening to the Spirit because sometimes we get the Spirit of God confused with our own opinions, okay? And there are people that will say, well, God told me. Well, God didn't tell them. They just thought that, and you are just using God to back that up. How do you know whether God really told you something? Well, it's going to be confirmed in the Word of God. You know, the, the Spirit of God works in conjunction with the Word of God, Jesus is the way and the Bible is the what? It's the map. It's the map, okay? So the the Spirit shares spiritual truths in complete unity and harmony with the Word of God because the Spirit of God and the Word of God, they work together in complete unison. And In this world, when you can't know what information is true and what information is not true, you can know this. God loves you and he's given you his Word and he's given it to you for a good reason, So you can know the truth. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. And so with his word, only God can AI your heart, actively inscribe his word on your heart. And so let him actively put his word on your heart. You know. The Bible says, Hebrews four twelve. the word of God's living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces to the vision of soul and spirit. It gets inside of you and it tells you what needs to happen, okay? Of joints and marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. That's what he can do. Here's another thing that only God can do. Only God can AI me into his work. Only God can adeptly incorporate me into his body, okay? Only God can adeptly incorporate me into his body. You know, God wants us to work in the body. Romans 12, I love Romans 12. Romans 12 says, for as in one body we have many members and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, individually members of one another. So we're part of the body of Christ and and only God puts us in the body He puts us in the body for a reason so we can encourage each other Ephesians chapter 4 says and he gave Christ gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of Ministry for building up the body of Christ God skillfully he adeptly incorporates us into the body of Christ you know with, with the way AI works, they can change the way a face looks on a screen. They can mimic voices, all kinds of stuff. There's no way you're going to know exactly what I said unless you're face-to-face with me and, and, and see what I'm saying. Face-to-face is how you know my heart. You know, you can, We live in an information age. You can get all the info, all the Bible studies, all the in-depth exposition of the Word of God through artificial intelligence. It can pull all that together and give you the best teaching resources. You just ask it. It'll pull it all together. It's just picking that data together. And you can do all that from the comfort of your couch. But if I'm not incorporating my knowledge and experience and resources to help others in the body of Christ, I'm not part of his work. Being part of his work means being in the body. I'm speaking to you if you're at home and you haven't been to church in two years. And if you can come to church, you ought to come to church. Because God wants you to be part of his body, if you possibly can. God has a plan for you to be incorporated, to be important, and to belong in his body, the church. Most importantly, in this AI world, I can be AI with Jesus. I can be aspiringly intimate. I can be close to him, and I can get closer and closer and closer to him. Only he made it possible to be inspiringly intimate with my Savior. I don't have to be fake with Jesus. I don't have to create a facade. I don't have to have an artificial man-made facade in front of Jesus because he already knows I'm a sinner, and he already loves me. Isn't that amazing? He loves even me, you know? And so I want to know him better than anyone else. I love what Paul wrote in Philippians chapter three. He says, indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Most important thing. It's not knowing all the information, all the data, getting everything you can to to put together that perfect report or or sound just great. I want to know Jesus. Jesus. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things, count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not perfect, not having a righteousness of my own, that comes from the law, not, not being perfect in human sense, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. I want to be righteous because I'm depending on him to bring me into heaven. Verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, by any, that by any means possible, I may the resurrect, attain the resurrection from the dead. And here's the kick of verse 12. Not that I've already attained, obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. Because Jesus Christ has made me his own. You know, with AI, artificial intelligence, you can check your brain at the door. You don't have to press on to find the directions of where you're going. Just put it in the computer. You don't have to press on to to put together a Bible study. You just ask it to put the Bible study Yeah, You can just read it. I want to press on to make it my own. Can I tell you, A.I. did not create this message. And I didn't cut and paste this from someone else's sermon. I don't do cut and paste. I don't cut and paste my sermons. Amen. What I do is I struggle with them. You know what that is? I struggle with what it's saying and, and what that means to me. What, what, what is that? That is, I'm, I'm pressing on to make it my own. And with artificial intelligence... You can have all the right words in all the right order, and you can sound like a Christian, and you can sound like you're saved, and you can be just like AI, totally soulless, totally lost. It's just cut and paste until I press on to make it my own. That's the question I have for you. Living in this life of AI when everything is so easy just to obtain, would you take that journey and press on and make your faith your own? Struggle to know Christ. Struggle to know the word of God. You know, would you struggle to follow him? Because you can get all the data you want, very easily. But knowing Jesus, that's something no computer could ever do. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much. Lord, I, I pray that in this world where everything is so easy to obtain, that we would press on, Lord. I pray we'd be a church that would just press on toward that goal of knowing you More clearly and more closely. Lord, struggling with how to to deal with this society. Lord, I pray for someone that's struggling with faith and belief, Lord, that they would take that step and say, Yeah, I don't understand all of what it means to be a follower of Christ, but I'm going to press on and I'm going to know you closer today, Lord, than I knew you yesterday and closer tomorrow than I knew you the day before. Lord, help us to grow in our faith and take those steps. And, Lord, help us to be absolutely intimate with you, absolutely trusting, totally confident in what you can do. And, Lord, move among us as you show us what the truth is and the way is and the life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. We're coming to a time of response. I'm going to ask you to stand right now, and if God is speaking to you. I invite you to come forward, whether it's membership or baptism, whatever God's calling you, to pray. Uh, Just follow the Holy Spirit.
1: Uh, Let's sing together as we close. Be thou my vision, Hey. Riches I need not.
0: be seated for just a moment. I'd like to share something with you, church fans.